If you bail out on something but are proven right, like it was an event that you had to see, are you justified in canceling your plans? AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. So last week, right, we talked about Eric Church, who just high and mighty up less than a week to go from his concert in Texas. I was like, hey, guys, by the way, I'm not coming. I'm going to go watch the Final Four because I'm a huge UNC fan. They're playing Duke for the first time ever. Uh, I, I didn't have any faith in my team, so I didn't think ahead to not schedule shows now. So tough. You're just going to have to eat it. We'll figure it out later. But then, of course, Eric Church announced that he was going to do a free show. And then the team that he canceled to go see in North Carolina won and is playing again tonight for the national championship. So, Ajay, does this vindicate him and make him a little bit less of a jerk or even not a jerk completely? How many concerts did he cancel? Just one? I think it was just one. Okay, then, yeah, we're good. But, but, I have to double check. There could be another one tonight. I'm, I don't know if he's going, but if he, like, why would he leave, right? He flew over to New Orleans to watch it. They won. I imagine he's been just completely blitzed until sometime this morning he'll wake up and be like, oh, I got to go to a game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, there's something going on tonight. (laughs) Here, look, if he's doing something for brand spanking free, okay, and he's willing to, uh, I guess, I I mean, how does this work? Does anybody who bought tickets then allowed to go? I think it's just a free concert. So, Or is he just hanging out like next to his hotel in, you know, where the tournament's at. is like, hey, I'm going to do a free concert. He's just, just, you know. He's singing through the streets of New Orleans. Anybody who's here, you guys want to come hang out, just be uh, I, right next to this pizza place. I had to double check, but when I read the initial press release, to me, the way it came across to me was he was just going to, in the same city, He was, I think this should be a makeup concert, but then he was also just going to do a free concert, which really doesn't benefit. I mean, you would ideally think that most of the people that were ticket holders were probably in the area, right? I don't know. I got I got a feeling something's going to go sour on this. I'm not completely sold here, I, Mr. I, Church. My, <laughs> my answer is like somewhere in the middle. Uh, I I think again, yeah, that he's trying to he's trying to do his best. His team won, and it was a very special game. Okay, why are we like? But <laughs> but <are> we, <laughs> he's still a jerk. Like a week out, there are people that had spent money at race like, Hey stuff. guys, I was able to lead the Tar Heels to a win. And now I need to go back and lead him to a championship. This is a big deal for me. Clearly, He needs to cancel something else You're if he wants singer, him to pull it man. off. You got a job to do. I, again, I think this. we all need to know this all could have been resolved if he would have just planned slightly ahead. Just he like four more days. If he had just waited to schedule concerts for four more days. Or you know what you do? You're like, you know what? My boys are in this tournament and we are going to win this purple ribbon. So you know what? I ain't gonna schedule any concerts, none. That's what I'm saying. For the next two months, just be aware of it. Then we're all okay. Or, or again, because the tournament it takes place on Thursday through Sunday. Thursday through Sunday. Play at the halftime show. <laughs> and you you're, have and you're faith. doing everything. Should have had more faith. Eric Church at the end of the day, still, still definitely some jerk. Probably closer to fifty-fifty now. He's trying to make it up, but we still ain't there yet. We still ain't there yet. Fifty-fifty. Speaking of calling out. I may or may not know someone who called out of work for a very peculiar reason. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just curious if you're allowed to do so because I think it's a great story one way or the other. It's a secret. It's coming up. Not anymore. (laughs) We all agree collectively. One of the things that scares you as an adult is calling in sick because even when you're terribly sick, you still feel guilty about it. 
until apparently there's a brave, brave man that you work with who says, you know what? I got a really great chance to go see a movie with a friend. No. Is it cool? This was, this was a secret until now it's not a secret. <laughs> this isn't confession day, is Hold it? On. No, but look, think about it this way. It's not. Hold on. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. Think about it this way, though. Oh, if, we didn't, if we didn't get arrested Let's for some of the stuff we said last week... There's no way anybody could be mad about you actually giving a heads up. Hey, that one officer still looking for the VFX man. <laughs> I have no idea. I plead the fifth. Uh, no, but if, he, if we didn't get arrested for that stuff last week, there's no way anybody could be mad about, you know, actually calling in. I you gave him the heads you're up. Doing this. I, I think it's a great story. <laughs> so, okay, I text my co host, the wonderfully, incredibly talented, awesome Eric Franson. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be late to our show. Um, and uh, I was like, my friend wants me to go see Batman. And all he does is on the iPhone, I guess you can like like a text or something. Yeah, it's weird, right? And I was like. Because it sends the message so, back to you. And in my mind, I was like, so does that does that mean yes? Come on, friend. I'm like, hey, we're in. Let's go. <laughs> and he said, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he was all for it. He was totally agreeing <laughs> to it. So then. The next day, I'm like, hey, uh, sorry, man. Like, his cat died. He's alone. And he's like, he's, he's like 45. He just needs some company. Just gave him the sob story. <laughs> so I go to my friend. He goes, dude, so how'd you get out of work? And I was like, <clears throat> I, uh, I may have told him your cat died. He's like, dude, that was a year ago. And I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not technically wrong. And I'm like, I might have told him you were like 40-something years old. He goes, I'm 38. And I'm like, same thing. You're basically Look, there. We're here. Foot in the grave. That's all that matters. Okay, we're together. We're going to go see Batman. Okay? We made it work. All and by the way, I still got back in time for I'm a, about 90% of the show. Hey, I mean, I, 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 AJ didn't call out the whole work. I mean, that's he's very dedicated. I should have, though, because that movie was so dang long. Oh, <laughs> AJ man. just had to process, right? Oh. <laughs> I should have just called the whole day off. Look, like uh, uh, Eric, bad news. I can't come in at all today. <laughs> Call I'm, you the I'm next morning. Be like, hey, look, had a long day yesterday. Friend's cat died. He's 45 and he's alone. Uh, we had a late night. Let's put a let's put a pin in that one for later. How many? How long can you milk the same excuse? How long can you pin in that for later? We'll come back to it for Jerseys. Uh <laughs> Speaking of Ajay's creative storytelling. We found out uh, Friday that once upon a time it was put to dastardly use, specifically to get some revenge. And I'm not saying not warranted against his older brother, but it was still creative storytelling. Well, my mom was not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> she might have heard that. I'm not saying you can't eventually have a great relationship with your siblings, but the rule is the older sibling picks on the younger ones growing up. It's just how it unfolds. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. Like, growing up, my brother and I fought. And then eventually, he was, to be honest with you, the instigator. Because he wanted to prove that no. he could beat me. Yes. AJ. Look, look, I'm going to tell you right now. My oldest sister, ironically enough, when we're on this topic, started picking a fight last night because she said, oh, I could kick your butt. I want to be very clear. I have, I'm oldest of four. I'm 6'2", 260. The rest of my my siblings, my other three siblings combined, probably outweigh me, but not by a lot. I'm the tallest. I'm by far away the biggest, but they're still like, I'm coming for you, old man. Let's do this. I'm going to take that oh, title. Man. Let's do it. <laughs> but to, to, I will be honest, the picking on happens when you're younger. And Ajay is a younger sibling. I'm sure you got picked on. Well, I'm the second oldest. 
I have a younger brother. Okay. Now, we're all adopted. Okay, so he's from California. I'm from India. So, and his dad, birth dad, I guess, was a great athlete. My dad might have been Gandhi. I have no idea. So, anyways, he would sometimes beat me up. And he would just do it because he could. And so, one time, he, my mom's walking through, and we're about to, you know, go at it, put the dukes up. Mom's like, hey, no fighting. And I'm like, no fighting, mom. But then, like, Ric Flair, one of the greatest magicians in wrestling. I'm, I'm sitting there. Mom turns away. Bam! I hit myself really hard. And I hit the ground. I sell it really well, WWE style. And I'm like, ow! Mom! Nick hit me! <laughs> and Nick's just standing over me with a grin on his face. And my mom turns around. Nick! I told you not to hit him! You know, my mom's coming after Nick. Nick's like, I didn't touch him. I swear, he hit himself. And I'm like, why would I hit myself, Nick? That's stupid. <laughs> Bam Jam, thank you, ma'am. Winner. Disqualified new world heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> See, it's the older Dude, sibling. But I'll tell you this. When my mom went into another room, my brother beat the crap out of me oh, for sure. it. And mom had to know that was coming, right? Isn't that amazing how parents walk off and you're like, that's it. And you just hear the screaming as they try to run away. You're like, oh, no. But the thing is, as the older sibling, I'm on the other side, but you get that, you get the whole thing where like maybe you're roughhousing a little bit and then you roughhouse a little bit too hard and you accidentally hurt the little sibling. <laughs> okay. And then they're, they're, they want to cry and you're like, shh, 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 shh. I promise you can hit me later. Shh, 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 and it hurts himself. Well, guess who gets in trouble? I do. What do you get in trouble? You shouldn't have been doing that. He was going to follow your example. Are you serious? <laughs> if I swear and my brother swears, I get in trouble because I'm supposed to okay. be the example. See, now you've shifted. Before it was you were the younger one. Now, see, that's the older one, too. Like, my, my siblings, when we were when I was in high school, my brother was four years younger than me. He was in middle school. My sisters are 11 and 13 years younger than me. They're in elementary school. The, any of them do anything wrong, my mom goes, it's on you to set the example. And I'm like, what? What am I supposed to do in this situation? I wasn't around. How is it my fault? What kind of trumped up kangaroo court is this? As we found out in the after show as well, uh, the four of us, me, producer Butters, AJ, and Mima, then decided which of us was which sibling in this dysfunctional family and i got deemed the oldest one again <laughs> it is look look <laughs> it is tough being the oldest sibling oh is it yeah the baby gets everything oh, oh does as you alluded oh. to as we just heard as well you get blamed for all the mistakes we, the young ones we, make we do i mean every now and then yeah but my dude I got bossed around by my oldest sibling so much. It was, hey, give me the remote. It's my turn. That's how you make it up. You got to try or, and find hey, ways to, to balance out the spreadsheet. Go get me a drink in the fridge, a water on the rocks right now. <laughs> exactly. With a lemon and a bendy straw. <laughs> it's that kind of crap that I had to pull. I had to deal with, man. Yeah. <laughs> Though, okay, so my mom listened to the show, right? And oh, she no. uh, heard about oh, the no. uh, me, you know, faking the injury. And I was like, mom, don't be mad because I outsmarted my younger brother. <laughs> And you fell for it. Don't get all saucy <laughs> with me. I'm sure that went well. Yeah. Uh, we and the next family reunion. I won't tell you the rest of the story. And all right? this is the next family reunion. You do it again anyway. <laughs> Mom, Nick still hit me. <laughs> she, <laughs> same thing unfolds. Exact same result. Oh, oh man. I got to see if I can pull that off again, actually. You should. So we saw that uh, 
that go in action. I wouldn't say arrested, but in terms of childhood performances, yeah, got a, got a stern warning there. Well, Florida not. There is no joking around. There is no stern warnings. It's arrested. The question is, which story's Florida, which one's not? And with Easter around the corner, I know everybody's thinking the same thing. Man, those giant chocolate bunnies, they make for good weapons. <laughs> what? Happened. <laughs> Not that long ago, Ajay and myself were talking about the driving test. Could you could you pass it now? And we agreed collectively, the state of Utah. Ames yeah. with AJ on VFX. Ajay's in this morning. It's Florida Not. Headline number one, a driving instructor was arrested for a DUI on Friday night. He was, quote, driving with his student driver vehicle and had an open pack of beer in the back seat. Oh, oops. I missed that one on the test. I got to be honest, taking the instructor. I don't remember when they said, look, look, you shouldn't do this, but if you're going to put it in the back seat, at least, so you're not distracted while you're driving, trying to be like, oh, don't spill, don't spill in the front seat. Oh, man. The real question is, we already said that Utah's not a great driver, but the funny thing is, can I ask you just real quick? Okay. In your experience, you've been a lot of places. Which state do you think has the worst drivers? Oh, easy. Uh, Utah. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. I just I figured it out. You've been a few places. I like even, like even Ohio has better drivers than Utah. Ouch. Well, they don't have anywhere to go. So, I mean, how many of them are Whoa. really on the road? Easy. Easy. Uh, <laughs> headline number two. A man attacked a store clerk with a chocolate bunny. He tried to rob the place and then to get his, to get his crime finished off, used the Easter treat. Come out! Aren't those bunnies like the size of our fingers? No, the 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 big ones. Oh, the monster ones. Yeah, but even still, like how sturdy is chocolate? I, I, dude, I don't know, but like, how do you use that as a weapon? Like, here, I'm gonna take off the ear. <laughs> don't move! You're gonna get quite the stain. <laughs> no chocolate! Ah! <laughs> Not bugs. So, just to be clear, since AJ is a man. That has prepared several hypothetical heists in his head. You're saying that if I, as whatever character I come in in our heist, AMs with AJ VFX is Florida or not, come when in with the chocolate bunny as my weapon to try to hold everyone off while we steal all of Gosner's cheese, for instance, that won't work. You're not buying it. I just love your intro, by the way, Ray. So since we have decided that AJ is a man, yes, AJ, we I think we confirmed that one. I just want one. everybody on the same page. <laughs> Just making okay. sure. Well, anyways, what was the rest of the part? I didn't even listen to you. I just, <laughs> I just heard Audrey's a man, and I just kind of paused saying, there. You're saying for my role in this heist, if I bring a chocolate bunny, you're going to have doubts about how effective I'm going to be in the heist. <laughs> well, what's the chocolate? Is it for snack time? No, it's a weapon. Yeah, we're, uh, oh, we're well, sending you back to the van, buddy. <laughs> story, story number one. A driving instructor was pulled over okay. in his student driver car, decals and everything. Cops pulled him over because he was driving erratically, and thank goodness they did because when they walked up, they got to the back seat, they were like, what is that natty ice doing in the back? <laughs> Turns out he was while driving. Here's the crazy thing. So he failed the sobriety test. He got arrested, gets a DUI, yep. nearly three times the legal limit. Ooh. He should know better. The thing that's nuts, it says at the bottom here, it's unclear what the arrest means his future as a driving instructor is up in the air. Call me crazy. <laughs> I don't feel like that guy should teach people to drive anymore. He he just shows up to school the next day. Hi, guys. How are you? So here's what not to do. We're going to talk about <laughs> illegal driving today, kids. 
We're just telling them what not to I can't do. Tell you a story about a, about a man I heard about yesterday. Pulls up the projector screen. It's his <laughs> face on there. <laughs> this man, I, I, Charlie. That guy definitely should not be teaching anyone to drive anymore. <laughs> story number two. Okay. There was a man who was progressing to uh, rob a convenience store, and that's when the thief then decided to um, a- a make things a little bit more extreme to try and get things going, and a quote assaulted the clerk with a <laughs> chocolate bunny. <laughs> the thief apparently quote the thief apparently quote whacked the employee pretty hard because the person <laughs> sustained minor injuries. Good news, they did catch the thief. <laughs> He, he took the big bunny, he just whacked him, head falls off, eats the body, he's like, I'm out. Yeah, he's like, ah, did that break the skin? No, but ah, that hurt. Ah. Jerk move, man. Ah, man. Okay. I don't even care if I'm wrong today. <laughs> I don't care. I just want it. I'm just going to guess the chocolate bunny because that's one of the best stories I've ever heard. Bad news. Are you serious? Canada. What? Canada, dude, I knew it. Gonna, oh. That's that's how you know, right? Because Canada's overly nice, and it's like, hey, don't you know? I thought Canada <laughs> would have been the beer one because you know, hey, those are. I mean, it's it's a fair point. You would think in Florida, be like, hey, uh, moving along, driving instructor, doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. How does a chocolate bunny not be the Florida story? It's too polite because it's it's assault with a chocolate weapon. I mean, it's just way too nice. That gives you uh, four months in Willy Wonka prison. Yeah, right. I don't know. Willy Wonka definitely killed them kids, so I don't think I want to be a Willy Wonka person. Those kids died. Conspiracy theory? They well, died. So you're telling me he pushed the girl into the chocolate fountain and let her drown? Right, I'm not saying he directly killed them, but, like, yes, dead. Go go pump her. Or she has to be drained of juice, right? We're going to put her in a squisher. Yeah, that. Yeah, every kid's going to survive that. <laughs> Willy Wonka killed them kids. <laughs> Florida not on VFX. <laughs> While we're on the subject of crimes, it does feel nice to know that what I'm going to say is not going to possibly indict AJ and I. But I don't know if you saw, there was a Walk of Fame ceremony for Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is one of my all-time favorite groups. Love those guys. And it shut down that street. Like, it completely shut it down, as it should. They're a great group. My question is, what is the most annoying traffic jam you ever run into? Because while that's Hollywood, you, you know people are like, oh, my, how did I forget? Really? Like... Give it away, give it away, give it away, go away now. That's what the people were like. My question is, what was it like? Because actually, I got to tell you, the vice president once almost completely ruined a vacation for me. Oh. Look, if anyone deserves a traffic jam, it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's one of my all-time favorite groups. However, when they got their Walk of Fame ceremony last uh, week, apparently the reception was so huge, they shut down traffic. Which to me, in all honesty, Abe's with AJ on VFX, AJ's in this morning. Then it seemed like that would be kind of the norm, right? Anytime a collection of celebrities is showing up to get their walk of fame, then it seemed like that road would just not be a good idea to travel on in general. I would agree. Right? So for us, it's like, oh, yeah, duh. Like, that's a thing that happens. Yeah, why would that be the case? In in Hollywood, I'd imagine, like, ah, dang it. Not again. Right? You just, you're cynical about it. But then you're like, okay, so what are the work traffic jams? Because, you know, there's that. At least the Red Hot Chili Peppers were there. And then there's, like, Dutch Bros got open. And the Logan Politi- City Police had to come out and be like, all right, you go. All right, you stop. 
because we couldn't handle the traffic because I was like, what? A new place? And by the way, it's going to happen again and again and again. We don't stop putting restaurants on Main Street. Amen. Hey, you tease something, though. I got, I got to hear this story. Uh, Vice president ruined your vacation? Right. So speaking of worst traffic jams ever, current president, actually, Joe Biden, at the time was vice president. And uh, I had my family and I went down to the U.S. Virgin Islands in the Caribbean. So we were getting ready to fly home. And we were flying at the time. It was, it was in Indiana. So we, we were going to have a layover, I think, in Atlanta and then from Atlanta back home. Well, our plane gets ready to take off. And uh, Joe Biden flies through. And apparently, and I did not know this, the rule is if if that uh, in U.S. airspace, because uh, we were in the United States Virgin Islands, um, if the president or POTUS or anybody important is up in the air, nobody else can be up in the air. So our flight was getting ready to take off while he's coming through. And they're like, no, you can't. So we sat on the runway for legitimately like two hours. And then they were like, we're going to take off. We get up into the air, and then the whole staff goes, well, we've hit our hour quota, so we have to land. And we land. So we we landed in a completely different area. We didn't have passports at the time because we didn't bring them. That's why we went to the Virgin Islands. So we we were like, what do we do? We're scrambling to figure things out because we were supposed to fly back. Now it's been completely ruined. The airline's scrambling to try and figure out what the heck we're going to do. We went and stayed overnight in a hotel in some random country. I think it was Puerto Rico is where we were at. And then we had to get up like four hours later to go get on a flight early in the morning to fly home, which to me is kind of dumb. We should have just stayed in the airport, but that's <laughs> just me. And I was like, like, why? Why did we take off? Like, just be like, hey, we're 45 minutes until we hit our, our quota and we can't work anymore. Good luck. Like, we're, we're over the ocean. Have fun. Like, what, what was the plan there? <laughs> why was that the plan? But that was the worst, quote, traffic jam, because I would imagine something similar, right? Like, if, if the president or somebody was speaking in your town, I imagine traffic's a nightmare because they're going to have the motorcade and, and 75 police officers and bodyguards and all that. And you can't go in any of that. You have to just sit there and wait until they're done. Right? Yeah. So, hard pass. That was the worst traffic jam I ex- ever experienced. Pretty bad. I mean, I have nothing to top that. I have nothing even closer. Oh, just to wait till Zupas or In and Out Burger or whatever no, else. Dude, like the up. worst is like when I get off my show and get off of work and I go home and I take the uh, I take Tenth North or whatever to yeah. get home, dude. And like you're just sitting there waiting for people to like move because that light lasts for about thirty seconds. <laughs> the people who control those lights are absolute mean people because they're yeah. like, oh, Audrey's at the front? Hit the red light right now. Get it. Can't move, Audrey. And then and then when it's green, you know what they do? They let the other cars on the other side go. Then they let your left-turn lane cars go. And I'm just sitting there. So one time, I'm driving through the light, and I held up the number one salute. I was like, hey, take this, Fetchers. So Audrey's decided wholeheartedly that the people running the traffic are Yes, it. and I'm sure they're listening just right now sure. to VFX. Just making sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of terrible traffic, we got another round of park narcs. Yes. So, oh, so man. Let, us, let us go into it trying to have an open mind, right? Yes. Let's be better, AJ. Though, though, I will tell you, one of the nominees I have... I have a little bit of an open mind towards, but not a soft spot towards, mostly because I got a ticket for doing it. Oh, well, you're going to be biased. A little bit. All right, let's be a little bit more understanding here, AJ, because you and I piled on pretty hard last week on nominee number one, only to find out that they were, I guess, technically not in the wrong, and the votes shook out that way as the week went on. Yep. Barely. Yep. But it did shake out that way. Ames with AJ on VFX, AJ's in. It's Parknark. So nominee number one is you can't see me out here. 
It's uh, at the Walmart, one of the Walmarts, and they are parked way the heck out in the back, but they're still parked incorrectly because the spots are running this way and they're parking that way. Spots are running zig, they're zagging, and it's not even close, but they're clearly like, if I park way out here, no one's going to know, right? Nobody's going to say anything if I take these extra spaces for me. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Really? How hard is it? Like, how just... Not even close. That is almost a flat perpendicular to the parking spots. I uh, Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, right? So clearly hiding. And then nominee number two uh, is parking with the flow of traffic. And this one I am not sensitive to whatsoever. So I, once upon a time, was taking a final, and I decided to park. And I was driving down a road, and I saw a spot on the opposite side of the road. So I parked facing the opposite flow of traffic, right? But it was I was like, it's a parking spot. What does it matter? I got a ticket from the campus police saying that you can't do that. I had no idea it was illegal because to me, I was like, illegal. what does it matter? I'm parking. AJ, you're going to fail the written test if you have to take it again, aren't you? (laughs) Not by Florida standards. Uh, But but this car all by itself, all by itself, right? Could have turned around, had all day, could have pitched a tent, camped, cooked some weenies while it waited, had all day and decided, nah, it's fine. I'm going to park facing the wrong way. Dude, I, I mean, I mean, I have a nominee that I'm picking, but I'm going to wait till Friday. Yeah, good man. But, I mean, it's illegal, AJ. It's legal. I mean, technically, that's the funny thing is while while frowned upon, a lot of our Park Narc nominees, you can't be like, hey, act, like I joke, I would love to see them arrested, but they can't actually be. Nominee number two, while they would not be arrested, might owe, uh, you know, Logan City a little bit of cashola. So I was going to take a photo and send one into you guys. Oh, yeah? But, uh, yeah, I was over uh, getting me a sandwich, and I come out, and this person is just parked right behind me. Just cars off. She's in the car, and I was like, and I kind of just look at her, and she makes eye contact with me, and her eyes tell me, uh, excuse me, can I help you? And my eyes tell her, yo, get out of my way. <laughs> I want to go home and eat my sandwich. Like, so I stop. I just start the car, and I just look out the window, and I stare at her, and she finally moves. I nearly put her on park marks. You should have been. She would have learned that lesson. I didn't know what the rules are. You, you could have said it any time. We could have had fun with it. Utah's VFX on our Facebook page, pinned at the top, also on our Instagram. Check out the nominees. Vote for the one that is the most annoying because the narc or the one who took the picture who you deem found the most annoying, they're going to win a prize, and they move on to our tournament at the end of the year. Uh, Jay, we've had some discussions about food recently. I've got one for you that we need to really clarify because I need to know if uh, you've ever encountered anyone in your life that does this too. But question is, what is the weirdest t- uh, condiment you've seen someone put on something? Interesting. Right? And there's something that happens here in Utah that I cannot tolerate. I, ne- I really hope I can get you on board because it ruins Mexican food. Very important question. Ajay, how do you do your eggs? Scrambled. What do you do topping-wise? Nothing. Nothing. No ketchup, no hot sauce, no, cheese, nothing? No. Nothing at all, really? No. They're eggs. Interesting. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. I asked because the, one of the latest trends or something that's gained popularity on TikTok, I suppose, they say in food is pizza eggs, which basically take pizza toppings, you know, uh, chicken, pepperonis, the one I just saw, make scrambled eggs with it around it, add cheese, voila. That sounds good, actually. Uh, to me, it doesn't. I mean, what's the difference between that and an omelet? It's probably a less fancy version, but it was only a matter of time before, as Americans were like, "All right, how do we turn this into pizza?" Let's mm, be honest. Yeah. See, okay, so we're on the same page. It doesn't bug me. I'm hoping 
You're on the same page with me. So let me ask you. Decide you, you, you get a, a hanker and you're going to make just some at-home burritos, tacos, whatever you call them, right? You get some hamburger meat, get the fixings, whatever it is for you. Cheese, lettuce, sour cream, whatever it is. Is there anything you make at the end, right? You put everything on, right? You got your your lettuce, your your ground beef, all that. At the, is there anything you add to it at the end? Salsa, guac, sour cream, anything in that realm, what do you put on it? I mean, I'll put on a little bit of salsa. A little bit of salsa. Yeah. Okay. See, no guac. No guac. All right, right. I forgot we talked about it. My girlfriend and several people who work in this building, because I've seen them do it, I've eaten with them, will do. Will take uh, gas station burritos from down the street here, mm-hmm. where they'll make their own tacos, burritos, whatever you call them at home, and then they add ketchup. On the taco? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to do that. No! Yeah. It, no! <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. But you learned at least and don't do it anymore, right? Cause no, I just don't eat tacos that much. I mean, now I just get them out and, yeah, I just don't eat. I mean, yeah, I used to do that all the time. Ketchup does not belong on Mexican food. Says who? Says me and everyone that's not weird. Says everyone that's, okay, so now, look, we are no sector of judgmental people when it comes to people eating food the way they want to eat it. Don't put Have ketchup you tried on- it? No. Have you tried it? Well, I don't then, need to put no, ketchup on my Mexican quiet. food. No, because you, you need to try it. Food. You need to try it. Okay? Don't be hating unless you've been tasted. <laughs> what? Somebody put that on a shirt. And the uh, rules. Joe's on the line. Joe, let, let's hear from you. Maybe you can help us find some middle ground. You know somebody that puts a weird topping on something? My mother-in-law likes putting onions in her peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I guess it gives it extra crunch and flavors. That's what she says. But, I mean, I told her to buy extra crunchy peanut butter instead. of That would resolve yeah. that. But she loves the taste of onions in there. Uh, and I think it's really disturbing to watch her eat. Uh, I've never tried it, but I guess everyone has their own way of doing things. So, God bless. No, 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 no not God not. bless absolutely you. Absolutely not. Okay? Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page. No. Who 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 heard, oh man, I really wish I could get some crunch in this peanut butter. I was like, you know what? Onions. What? No. Okay, no, wait, time out though, AJ. No, do do no. not justify this. Shh. It'll be over soon. We need to try this today. We need to do a peanut butter and onion sandwich. No. I don't know if we can find the crunchy onions. I have no idea what he's talking about. Because they're just, they're not cooked. That's what he's saying. AJ, we need to try it before, again, remember our motto, don't be hating unless you taste it. (laughs) That's our motto. Okay, you established that this is a life pillar in which we live by now. Yes, it is. Don't be hating unless you taste it. That's right. Okay. (laughs) We got onions, peanut butter sandwiches today for lunch, you and I. I'm excited about this. So, normally... And this would be one of them, right? Someone who eats peanut butter and onion sandwiches, I would be like, yeah, you know what? That's a red flag. I'm good. I don't need to date you. There's no reason that we need to to get you into another generation of people that exist in this world. Normally, right, you get all those red flags. But look, my friends are getting engaged, all of that. How about green flags? We don't talk nearly enough about that. What are the green flags of dating? Good call. I'm holding steady. That it is a firm, absolute red flag and a non-negotiable no when it comes to ask, someone asking me, would you date someone who eats peanut butter and onion sandwiches? The answer is no. AMs with AJ on VFX, AJ said. But so so often, so often we talk about red flags in dating, and they're fun. Don't get me wrong, as someone who exclusively dated them in college, they're fun to talk about. 
But what about the green flags? How about a little bit of positivity? How about recognizing the good in, in people or the good things that people do? So let's start with your wonderful girlfriend. Good call. So actually, ironically enough, this whole thing is a testament to why one of the, actually probably the biggest reason that I fell for her because I am sarcastic and cynical. She has the biggest heart in the world is and is just a ball of love and energy for everybody else. And that was, to me, a great balance to me because I am not that. I am not that. Yeah, I... I, I would agree. Your your wonderful girlfriend is about every green flag imaginable, and you. <laughs> there it is. I that's, just that's what I thought. When I you know I just I'm on this show and I'm like I am the good cop. I'm everything that is good. Okay, so not only not only are you making me green no. flag my girlfriend, <laughs> you're then you're then pairing that by green flagging yourself by saying, you know what, AJ, it's true. I'm glad you brought this up. I have not been appreciated enough in this now almost six shows that I've done with you, and I'm glad you're taking the time. Oh shoot, that's what happened. Okay, man. I just, just want to make sure you put your wonderful no. girlfriend on the on the stool where she can stand above the rest. She's great. Emily's on the phone. So Emily, green flag. What is something that's great about uh, someone you met or dating? This guy I've kind of known for a while texted me recently to ask me out on a date. Uh, and he was really upfront about the fact that he's liked me for a while, but he wanted oh, to wait and ask me out until his divorce was finalized. I think that was just really great that, like, right. he respected me and his family and he waited instead of letting things get messy or, <laughs> like, dragging me into the middle of whatever separation drama they were going through. Okay. Okay, so uh, the, the end, I have no disagreement with, right? You can't be, the dude didn't decide to operate in the gray area in a relationship that was ending. This is my cynicism on display again, though. Am I the only one that heard that and was like, well, maybe you're the reason his marriage didn't work? Well, let's not be jumping into that. I'm not saying necessarily. And... Yeah. Okay, I'm being cynical. I'm being cynical. I'm being cynical. Uh, Brock's on the line. Brock, what about for you? What is what is a green flag for someone you met or dated? I love when a woman is confident in her eating. Like, what? honestly, if a, if a girl is not afraid to chow down right in front of you on the first date, she's a winner. What? Is that even a thing anymore? No. Have you ever been like, like what who, are we who, doing here? Who honestly, who honest, in all honesty, I, and don't be wrong, I know guys are dumb, but who all honesty is, is a, in, at any point in time as a guy was like, what, she ordered a cheeseburger? Absolutely not. Yeah. Who? Yeah, who, who does that? Oh, she got the uh, barbecue bacon burger with extra fries and lots of sauce. In mm. all honesty, like, look, look, I, I'm, I'm, I gotta tell you this. We might get to the after show. I'm, I'm trying to recommit this week to eating better and doing a little bit more exercise. Good for you. But like, if someone, if I was with someone like on a date and they only ate salads, like the first couple of dates we went on, meanwhile I'm over here like just eating whole cows of ribs, I would be like, I don't know, if this is gonna work out. Just from the standpoint of, I kind of want someone. Who, when I'm like, hey, I don't feel like doing anything. You want to get pizza? And they're like, no, we should eat fruits and veggies. Like, that's just not going to work out for me. <laughs> it's just flat out not going to work out as a relationship. No, you can as long as we go on a walk after four miles. <laughs> you know, honestly, still not great. Not loving that either. All right, green uh, green flags of uh, girls that I've dated. Um, I love it that when they're like, hey, you know what? Oh, you've got a PS4. That is great. I love that you have something that you're passionate about. Like it. Like love it. it you yeah. know? Thumbs and, up. You know, and they don't even have to like sports. I'm a big right. sports guy. They don't have to like sports. Just understand, right? Yeah. Be just open. know yeah, that I have yeah, a passion yeah, for it. Yeah. I might break a few things. <laughs> I might say a few passion. things. Don't take it personally. <laughs>
Okay, okay, right? So you, you have your green flags. You meet someone. The green flags just click. Next thing you know, la-da-da-da-da, you're proposing. Now, I'm not going to say who. Whoa. But someone, look, it's Utah. You can't whoa me. It's like <laughs> me and married in like four and a half weeks. <laughs> but well, That's just for an area down south. <laughs> I'm not saying who, but someone maybe needing a little bit of inspiration. So the question is, how did you propose? What are the stories? That's in like five minutes for the debate at eight on VFX. Proposing is a magical moment. And because of that, I think there's this pressure, right, to get it as close to perfect as you can, if not perfect. Ams with AJ on VFX. AJ in this morning for the debate today. And here's the thing, AJ. So a couple of my friends have proposed recently become engaged. Congratulations to them. Big congratulations to them. I know someone else in Ashley, my girlfriend's family, may very likely get engaged. I don't want to say certainty, right? I don't want to jinx it, but I, I'm pretty confident. Okay. And so in my head, I had this dream scenario of how I wanted to do it, right? I had it all planned out. Okay. And then it just didn't it didn't work when the when that opportunity was there. It fell through. And so now I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of back to square one and I'm freaking out a little bit because all these people are proposing. It's like, okay, how do I make my moment my moment special? Cause I'm I'm panicking and I'm blank. So can I give you some ideas? Or please, you- please do. Cause that's what the poll of the day was, which is very simply. How did you propose slash get proposed to? Inspiration, right? Ideas. You need to give. Uh, you've seen The Office, right? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, do what Jim did. Give fake proposals. You know, you're walking down the street. Oh, I got to get on my knee. I'm going to time out, but you're going to do it slowly. Okay, you're going to sell it. All right. Oh, oh, you thought I was going to propose? I'm just tying my shoe. What's wrong? Or you know, you're sitting at a restaurant. And then you drop your fork, and then you get on your knee, and you got to pick up the fork, but you look slowly at her, all right? And then then, while you're doing this, you need to give her the seductive voice. Okay. Oh, you thought, Ashley, would you be so kind to go grab me a coffee? (laughs) To be mine truly. And, And the whole idea of this being to upset her? What's the payoff? No, here? these are these are these are like uh, fake hikes, you know. Right. Hike, hike. Nope, nope, nope. Not yet, not yet. But then when you pull out the real one, she ain't gonna see it coming. All right, so I, okay, I pre- okay, I got you. Build up the drama. I appreciate. You don't that. like my idea, do you? No, no, no. I just no. Go no, ahead, no, just no, say no, it. You I'm hate not saying it. I don't like your idea. I'm good with that. The problem is I don't know what the real hike is. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So Andre's helping me build up anticipation right now. The big old goose egg. Look, I did the I did the hard part. All right. <laughs> yeah, the the faking, the having the having the willpower to sit there while she yells at you. That's the tough part. Couple of comments on our Facebook page. Uh, Nicole Nelson said two years ago we went for a walk around campus at sunset. We had stopped to enjoy the sunset for a minute. When I turned around, he had the ring. Beautiful. I mean, the mountains, love it. Shaylee said, do something that shows off who you are as a couple. A surprise trip to your favorite place, throw in a favorite movie quote, make it your own. See, Ajay, where were you at on that? Shaylee's bringing the actual advice. You know what? Well, Shaylee's a smart gal. All right? Been there, done that. Congratulations. Can I tell you? you can I, if, just, Why are you yelling just at me? <laughs> what did I do? Because you're here with me, and I was counting on you. You I, me- I just helped you out okay. with the hardest can, part. Can I tell you what my two my two friends who recently got engaged did? And then I don't we'll- care, but go ahead. Wow. No, what? you Love you're angry project. at me for helping you a little bit. I'm lashing out Sorry, because I'm ahead. panicking. 
So my friend that got engaged first, him him and his girlfriend both work in outdoor fields. So he took her up to a place they'd never been before. They went hiking, and he proposed on a mountain all yeah. by themselves, all isolated. Love it. My other buddy, him and his girlfriend, their their favorite place, they like to go to Florida for their vacations. So they went out at sunset on a dock while the sun was setting over the ocean, and he proposed. Those were their two things. Love it. See, and I, f- I feel like, you know, simple, but it worked for both of them. So Shaylee's right, right? You got to find the thing that's for you. Let me ask you, do you have any ideas as of right now of what you kind of want to put together? So I'm thinking Ashley hates Tom Brady. So what I'm thinking is. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm doing this. No, no, I, no. You I figure out your own crap. I punched oh, Tom Brady you know, in the face. You punch Tom Brady in the face? You know what? I hope. <laughs> no, you think about what you've done and I'm we'll come back so and talk. Oh, to answer your question, no, I have no idea. I'm back to the drawing board. But, but okay, how about this? We'll get off this subject then since I hurt your feelings. Instead, I got a, a game for you because one of the things I really struggle with, I don't like confrontation. I don't. And I think one of the things I've really oh, seen. Oh, you don't? Huh? <laughs> don't. You don't like confrontation. I don't. One of the things I've seen from you is you've got very much come into your own in terms of dealing with people. So the game's called What Would You Do? <laughs> We've got scenarios. They're uncomfortable. Give me you have to tell us what we do. The face. <laughs> I feel bad because I kind of laughed at Ajay's help for my engagement problem, and then he didn't like my my fake proposal idea. I hurt his feelings. I'm sorry. So how about instead? Instead, well, let's just go to the next topic. Look, AMs just with, go to the next topic. AMs with AJ on VFX. Ajay's in this morning for the debate at eight as well. We'll play a game. This is a what would you do game, right? Another chance for you, you to well, say. I like these games. And we invite. Okay. So I figured we start with something simple that we both said we struggle with. Mm-hmm. Here's the scenario. You forget someone's name and you need to speak to them in a meeting or on a conference call. What do you do? Oh, man. Um, I, I, I don't know. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Especially if it's a conference call. Um, okay, I got here. So help me. My advice. Take a look at their email would be a realistic thing, right? Because their name might be included. At least might get you part way, right? But then you don't know, like, who's, like, the name with the face. Oh. Oh. I meant, like, in a Zoom thing, like, if it's a one-on-one thing, because that would be the most difficult. I feel like the more people that are at it. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, yeah. The easier it is to fake it. Okay. If it's a telephone call, I I mean, they can't see me, so they won't be able to see my face when I'm like, hey, buckaroo, how's it going, man? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We can go with email. I mean, that's uh, my suggestion. I think nowadays most people have their email name implemented in their email, especially, like, if you're doing a work thing. Like, it's probably going to be like, want to have your name in there. AJ at radio.com. Yeah. It's not a thing. I don't think it is, but whatever. We're failing at this already. Go ahead. Next one. <laughs> Can I just say real quick? One of I, I don't even think that's the most awkward thing in Zoom or or FaceTime calls. It's I never stare at the person. I always get stuck looking at me in the corner to see where my eyes are. That's the most <laughs> awkward thing. Okay, so big sweet. That was the real life one, and we still didn't figure that one out. Okay, you receive praise from your boss for work you didn't actually do. What do you do? Oh, I give him. I give the person credit who did the work. Okay, that's the, that that's the technically right answer, but what do you really do? No, that's what I've done. Oh, okay, me too, buddy. So you're welcome. When the boss pulled you in the office and said, hey, great job, I was, it's because of me. <laughs> in all honesty, so that is the right answer, and I have definitely done that because I would say if I could put a selfish twist on this, part of it is also like what if all of a sudden you do it and then they're like, oh, and you, you take the credit, and then they're like, oh, great, so you can handle this next thing. And maybe you can do it, or maybe you don't know how to do it because it wasn't something you actually did. Well, here's the other problem is he called me AJ. So I was like, oh, he meant it for you. 
Well, I mean, if we get into that, who knows what compliment was meant for who? Because <laughs> they're just all over the place. Okay, okay. How about an actually tough one then? So you're at a garage sale, yard sale, garage sale, and you're getting ready to leave. Yep. You don't see anything. You just you you browse. You not see it, right? Yeah. And you realize as you're leaving, you're the only one there. And then you see a sign that the person throwing the garage sale has. It says, "Hey, all the proceeds from this garage sale will go to her grandchild's cancer treatments." What do you do? Man, kind of feels like Hon- you're gonna no, bite the bullet. Honestly, right? I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. I ain't going to go buy your guys's, you know, wrestling action figures that have, you know, some of the dogs eating like the arm off and the <laughs> leg off. Just, no, I'm out. Someone's <laughs> going to come by and someone's going to help you out, but I'm not going to do it. I thought for sure you were going to cave and bite the bullet on that one. Nope. I'm leaving. I mean, to me, yeah. Like, I, I feel bad. I do feel bad. I'm going to H-E-L-L double hockey stick. I get it, but still. Can't just buy five dollars worth of stuff, AJ. No, that poor grandchild. Praying for your kid, though. Grandchild. Uh, yeah, good. Thank goodness. Good thoughts and prayers. I mean, oh man, that's nice. No, you why did you do that? I'm just saying, it's nice you to at least do that. Okay, so that last, what would you do? Is an uncomfortable situation. It's a cringy situation, just because you feel internally guilty. I got another one. Anytime those commercials come on. For like the ASPCA or the WWF, where they showed the polar bears like they're dying and they're super skinny, or like dog adoption. Yeah, I feel yeah. atrocious about them. I came up with a solution that is a win-win. You okay. don't have to watch them; they still get their donations. Okay. All right, Ajay, I got I got an idea. Right, so we did the what would you do situation, and we got a little we got a little cringy there in the uh, at the uh, in there talking about the garage sale with the donations going to help out. Cancer treatment and feeling a little bit awkward because there's just not anything you want to buy. And at the end of the day, you're like, you know what? No, I'm not even going to throw down five bucks to buy some garbage that I don't want. AMS with AJ on VFX. AJ is in. So those ASPCA commercials, right? The dog adoptions are always like, oh, these dogs have been oh, abused. Man, or, I can't do it. Or the de- right? You, we hate them. I got a win-win for both. Here's what I figured out: if you donate, you get to opt out of the commercials. How would you opt out of the commercials? They have to figure that out. But, like, if I'm donating, I don't want to see the commercials because they make me sad. But I'm donating, so I'm helping. So don't send me that and be like, listen here, you jerk. You can't spare 32 cents a day to save a polar bear. AJ, it's not going to work. They're going to find something that is relatable to that that they're going to show on to you. Well, I no, I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying all of them. If I donate to said charity, like if I only donate to the ASPCA, sure, the WWF could do its thing and show me like the polar bears who are super sad and and okay. So they do the polar bears, and then they're going to show you the dogs, and then they're going to show you the cats. I'm just saying, if you donate, so the more charities you donate, the more commercials you get to opt out of. And then they're going to be like, look, in Asia, here's these chimpanzees who are dying. And they're going to show you that. But if it's part of the WWF, I get to opt out of it. The World Wildlife Found Feder- Federation Foundation Foundation, I think. Okay, Fine. so all, like all in one group. Yeah, like the WWF or the polar bear commercials. Okay. The SBCA's the dogs. Okay. So I feel like if you donate, you should be able to opt out of the commercials. And be like, look, I'm contributing. Stop showing me these commercials and making me feel bad. I don't need Sarah McLaughlin to be like, hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin, and look at this dog here. It's <laughs> terrible. Okay, you do yeah. the voiceover. I'll do the song. <laughs> Can I tell you though? Can I tell you? You want a conspiracy theory? I got one for you. I'll call. I'm not saying charities are a scam because they're not. However, it is to me, it is really interesting to me that I started donating to charity a couple years ago and then all of a sudden the charity's like, 
oh my gosh, this person donates. Let's send them envelopes for every charity we can think of. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, okay, it's not a win-win. It's a win-win-lose-win-lose. <laughs> There's more winning in there than losing, though, based on the number I counted. It's still going to lose at some point. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think you should be able to opt out of those commercials if you donate. Like, if I'm like, all right, McLaughlin, you got me. Here's 10 bucks a month. Okay. Go away. And you know what they're going to do is you're like, okay, I've got them all donated. I'm all done. And then one day out of nowhere, you're going to be hanging out with your girlfriend. And then it's going to be like, this child has been starving for 40 years. And then you're like, I got to get the kid. I got to bring the kid over. I got to save him. <laughs> I was just going to keep upping the threshold. Well, well, we'll opt you out of the commercials as soon as you adopt the kid. <laughs> I mean, anything to stop those commercials. They are super... Un- I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay, so on a much less serious note... Oh, wait, I was adopted, too. Look, I, I'm happy for you. I'm <laughs> glad that you came over here. My father was adopted. Uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm just saying, in terms of balancing, like, having to adopt versus getting rid of those commercials, it's, it's a steeper choice there. i got to be honest. It's a steeper choice. Picker battles. Yeah, right? Uh, so... In a much less serious note, yes. and one that 100% established me as someone that is not qualified clearly to adopt a kid, <laughs> I washed something for the first time this weekend that I have ever washed in my life. And I got to be honest, doesn't feel good admitting that, but because I love you, I'm going to. While I've never been claimed to being totally responsible, I absolutely have never claimed to be a functioning adult, or fully functioning adult, at least. AMs with AJ on VFX, AJ in this morning. But that being said, I uh, watched something for the first time this weekend that, well, look, I'm just going to say it's embarrassing. So let me, let me start by asking first. So how often do you wash, let's say you're bedding, right? The, the comforter, the sheets, the pillowcases, how often would you wash them? Or do you? No, I do. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I don't know. Like once, man, I don't really feel like once every three weeks usually. Okay. I, try to. I think it's pretty common. Two, two weeks to a month somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think most people fall in line with that. How often do you wash your shower curtain? Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there's, there's quite some time in there. <laughs> I think in my lifetime, twice. I've washed the shower curtain Okay, twice. more than twice. Yeah, I, look, I'm not saying I'm doing great at this. The, the two times conveniently left, both while I'm living in the place I am now. I was like, oh, I should probably do this. Oh, man. I know, yeah. right? Embarrassing. Okay, not as bad. Still not the thing I'm admitting to. For the first time ever this weekend, I washed my bed pillows, the pillows themselves. Oh, I've yeah. Never washed them. Never washed pillows before. Why? I believe in my brain the way it worked was case covers pillow, case smells, wash oh case. Gosh. I know, right? What AJ. an idiot. So why do you take a shower? Because your clothes cover you. Uh, well, you know, you generate general. I don't want to get into the science part of it. You know, <laughs> there's just reasons to do it. Okay. Just, I'm just saying like bridge over to the pillow Look, case to the pillow. I am by no means saying that I was right whatsoever. I was wrong. We did it. It was a great idea. It was what? one of the best. It was a great idea. Had. Yeah. You darn right. It was a great, well, but what motivated you to wash your pillows though? Ironically enough, Ashley at her other job was washing the, the bedding of a kid she takes care of. And, uh, she, all of a sudden got a whiff of his pillow after doing his bedding. I was like, oh my gosh, this smells terrible. I should probably wash this too. And then she came home and said something. And I was like, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. We probably ought to wash ours. We've never done it before. Couple's date night. 
hanging out in the laundry room. <laughs> All day Saturday. And that's where you proposed to her. No, absolutely. Our basement. Look, I told you what our basement looks like. That's where the laundry, the washing machine, and the dryer is. It looks like a scene out of Saw. Perfect. No, absolutely not perfect. perfect. man. You can make a movie out of it. Regardless if she likes horror movies or not. Not perfect. It's pretty good. Look, I'm just confessing to the fact that I'm an absolute idiot. You're not an absolute idiot. You just are a little bit behind on a lot of important things. I've always said I'm basically, I'm I'm an adult the same way uh, an adult cat can take care of itself. If you left it by itself, would it survive? Yeah. Is it a good idea? Probably not. Uh, uh, AJ, you are better than an adult cat. Barely. Okay? You're better than Garfield. Okay? I love me some Garfield. <laughs> I'm just, man, you could, y'all, I, so do we need to do like a weekly checkup on you? Do I need to come over to the house? Hey, just making sure pillows are washed, <laughs> sheets are taken I care mean, of. Uh, uh, will I die without it? AJ no. showered today. Am I? <laughs> Good thing you're here, AJ. Yeah, I missed that in the last two weeks. Really, really, this went from I finally confessed. Pillow, look, I'm admit it, I'm dumb, but I watched him, and all of a sudden you're like, "Look, we need to check. Did you see if AJ's doing basic? Did he feed himself yes, today? Yes. Uh, did he Luckily, put gas in the car? You have a girlfriend with all the green flags that's going to take great care of you. But AJ, you know, sometimes she's going to be out doing other things, and you're going to be home by yourself, and that scares me. Uh, that's you know what? I like you. you know you're what? a good guy. You know what, AJ? Fair. It scares me too, man. It scares me too. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette now two-pronged. First, of course, is to find something good, funny, inspirational on social media so it's not a toxic waste dump. Utah's VFX is where it gets shared to. Second, AMs with AJ, AJ is in, is to find something that maybe just maybe meets AJ's tough standards of humor or inspiration. You've done okay. The effort is there. The execution, uh, not so much. You know, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how often that applies to me. <laughs> The effort's there. Oh, the execution, <laughs> not so great. I'm willing, just have no clue how to do it. Bro, never mind. Go ahead. So I lay, <laughs> lay on my friend John, who shared a meme, and it says, start, my, start every phone call with, hey, my phone's about to die. That way you can hang up on them whenever you want to. Dude, that's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, because nobody's going to buy the tunnel thing anymore. Like, reception is either in or it's out, and it's and in know, most places. AJ, that is inspirational. Like, if I don't want to talk to somebody, my phone is dying. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I was going to say, the truth of the matter is who gets on phone calls anymore, but businessman over here is making more phone calls than anybody else anyway. <laughs> okay. You're on your phone all the time. <laughs> Me, I'm lucky if I make one a day. Sometimes I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just talking to somebody on the other line. <laughs> hey, Joe. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Kate. Hi. Sean. <laughs> the AJ Knight, AJ Salvi across all social media, fighting at us. Utah's VFX. We got a new round of Park Narcs. AJ and I, I think, slow playing this week's a little bit more. We went hard after one last week. We found out maybe not as big a jerk as we thought. Nope. So you cast your vote. It's pinned at the top of our Facebook page on our Instagram, Utah's VFX. Same for the podcast, Utah's VFX. We're definitely going to talk about uh, Willy Wonka's Death Factory. In the after show, that is for that I want to go I really south. It. I want to address it. <laughs> That's coming up in the after show. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Utah's VFX for all those happens at ten thirty. As producer Butters and Mima will join Ajay and myself for that. Topics get nuts. We get off the rails all the time. Um, Ajay, any any advice? Any words of wisdom for the people? When you talk to the person directly, do not look them in the eyes. Look away. That feels uncomfortable. Yes. 
That's what we want to do oh, okay. is make you feel uncomfortable. We're making people feel uncomfortable. Got it. Well, uh, until tomorrow morning, Frames with AJ on VFX. <laughs> Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening. <laughs>